0: Hey guys, welcome back. Today I have a short episode for you. And this is for those of you who are anxious about relationships. I'm going to give it to you straight. We're going to talk about how to do relationships God's way. So If you don't have your Bible, that's okay. Make sure you check out the show notes, hervenewstrength.com forward slash podcast and hit the show notes. But if you do, I hope that you have your highlighter and a pen because we're going to be looking at scripture and we're going to be really referencing the number one example for how we do relationships. And that person is Jesus. Ready, set, go.
1: to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with. If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode.
0: So sometimes we navigate relationships, and we love or we serve others with ulterior motives. And I can think back to times when I was really, quote unquote, loving someone with the intention to, yes, love them, but more so to receive that in return. So I was trying to like get something out of it. And if you think about that just objectively, that's manipulation. It's weird, you know, it's not a good behavior, Truly, it led to discouragement and depression and feeling rejected and feeling like, you know, I wasn't good enough. I felt resentment toward the person who wasn't reciprocating. And for a time, I didn't even know that I was doing that. It was just this thing that I did. And it wasn't until years later, you know, maturity kind of sets in. I was christian at the point that I realized this, and I was starting to see the things that I was doing for a very long time that I thought were normal were actually not healthy. And maybe they were common, but they're not normal, you know? So when you are looking back at some of the things and some of the ways that you have loved or served others, and you consider what your intentions truly were, you might find, if you're being honest with yourself, that your intentions were not pure. And that happens because we do things the world's way and we fail to see things from God's perspective. Now, I'll just pause there and kind of sit on that for a second. When you're doing things the world's way, what you're really focusing on is yourself. It's a very self-centered position or heart posture, you know? And You know, I remember reading this book, it's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and the author, uh, Stephen Covey, the author talks about what the center of your world is. You could be family-centered, you could be uh, faith-centered, you could be self-centered, and he wasn't talking about it from the perspective of a judgmental person. He was talking about it very matter-of-factly, kind of like anecdotally, you know, this is what it is. If you focus on your family all the time and they are the driving force in your decision-making, you are family-centric. If you are considering your faith relationship and you know whether or not you're right with God and things like that, then you are faith-centric. Similarly, if you are you know thinking about Jesus all the time and Jesus is a driving factor, you would be Christ-centered. Where I realized I was self-centered was when I started to actually be honest with myself and thought like I remember doing x or y or z and I remember the motivation being my own gain even if it was just to receive comfort or affection from someone else and the self-centered thing seeps into everything that we do um, and everything that we see because that is the culture that we're in right now it's very focused On self. And I know I've talked about this a lot inside of the Firm Foundations free course. I talk about, you know, how we kind of go from everything being about us to as we grow in our walk, everything being about Christ. And Just think about the things that we do now as a culture, right? Like if you were not Christian, you were just participating in culture very nonchalantly. Wouldn't be a big deal if you are doing the self help, self development, self this, self that, self love, self all the selves, right? But that's not biblical. And when we look to Jesus as our example, it's not what Jesus did. I've been in John. And uh, the Gospel of John has really blessed me. I didn't actually study it until recently. I started studying it about four or five weeks ago. And I really have been just taken aback by all of the richness inside of these accounts. And I can tell you that the one account that really moved me most recently was in chapter 13. And it's when Jesus washes his disciples' feet. In verse 6, this is chapter 13, verse 6, He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize what I'm doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So I read through verse 17. Okay, so if you want to go back to that, it's verses 6 through 17. And Jesus said that he set them an example, right? I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I read out of the NIV. When Jesus did this, he did this knowing full well that all these dudes were about to turn their backs on him, right? Peter was going to deny him three times and Judas was going to betray him. And these, you know, a couple of the guys that went to the Garden of Gethsemane We're going to fall asleep on him after he asked them to stay up with him while he prayed. And he still served them. There was nothing he was looking for in return just to serve them, just to love them. And his hope, his intention, and really what he did in his ministry was show people how it's done so that he could be an example for us. And he was and he is. He's the perfect example. So. As I'm talking through this, you know, this series that we're in right now is relationships. How do you do relationships God's way? You serve. And you don't serve to receive anything in return. If anything, just to show others how to continue to serve those around them. You serve because you work for the Lord. Because that is what we are to do, right? I know A lot of people who are either looking for a church or in a church and, you know, they're looking for what they're going to get out of church. And I understand that because as a young believer, I also thought about that. Like, what is this church going to give me? When the better question is, how will you serve the church? And it's not the building, it's the people who gather in the building. So if you're thinking about relationships and getting anxiety and you're getting nervous or you feel like you don't, uh, measure up or like this person is rejecting you or you don't understand, you know, why you're, you're feeling all these things, then my number one guess is you're thinking about you. And when you think about you, you become self critical overly self-aware, self-conscious. And that's not what Jesus was teaching us to do. He was teaching us to meet the needs of others. He was teaching us to love others, not to receive anything from them, but simply to serve them. So the only real tip I have for you today is to pray, is to pray that the Lord would help you see where you're walking unrighteously and potentially using love or service as a means to get what you want, to manipulate others, and to do things that are self-serving. I pray that if there is any part of your heart that is in that Condition, right? Like, if that's the posture of your heart at this time, I pray that the Lord would transform your heart and that you would let go of that. That whatever pride or ego is driving you to do things that are self serving, that you would let that go and that you would just abandon all that and run to the Lord. That you would lay that at His feet and that you would ask Him to transform your heart and help you. To meet the needs of others and not to focus on yourself, but to focus on serving others and pointing them to Jesus through your actions, through the way you're loving on them and serving them, through your compassion. And that's all I have for you today. It was a shorter episode, but hopefully a helpful one. And I do hope that if you haven't checked out Firm Foundations, it's a free mini course. Designed to help you build on the unshakable truth of your identity, your purpose, and your calling in Christ. I pray that you would check it out because I've received positive feedback from the ladies who've completed it, who have started working through it, and everything there is backed up by scripture. I'm always open to feedback and um, it's for free. So (laughs) it's just there for you. It's my way, I guess, of serving. And uh I'm grateful that I get to serve you in this capacity. So I appreciate you. I hope you know that the Lord sees you and that in all the ways he can, he is using, you know he can in many, many ways, he is using those around you to minister to you. And I know that some of you need to be reminded that he will, can and will use you to minister to others also. All right, my sisters, God bless you. Have a great evening or morning or whatever you're doing today.
1: Bye. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh. And if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.